Love Talk Radio. Quiet, anything you have, Sharika? Hello, wherever you are, this is live from Boston, Massachusetts. This is Bit Friends Podcast coming to you live, like I said, from Boston. My name is Valerie Molyneux, your host and president CEO of Bit Friends Vitiligo Support Community. Uh, it is a beautiful day here in Boston at 25 degrees. At least we started out at 8 this morning. And as of right now, we're at a beautiful 25 degrees here in Boston. Uh, we are doing a journey uh, with folks with throughout the Villalizo community, hearing their stories, learning about their journey with Villalizo. And so today it is my honor and privilege, and I'll give you a little history when it's a midpoint as to where we met and how we got to know each other. But live today with me in studio, um, she is from Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you Sharika Winston. Hello, Sharika. Hi, good morning. Well, good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. It's been um, um, it's it is my pleasure to have you join me today, and I'm going to get you to share a little bit about your journey. And so, it's Sharika Winston. Um, you're from Richmond, Virginia. Tell us a little more about who is Sharika. Okay, my name is Sharika Winston, and I am a mother. I work as a nurse. Um, with children, and my journey started when I was 20. Mm. And I, uh, now, were you, familiar, were you familiar at all with vitiligo? Did you know anything or have any family history or know anyone with the condition? No, ma'am. I don't mm. have anyone in my family who's lived with vitiligo Never had I heard of vitiligo um, until my journey started. I didn't, I didn't recognize it. I initially recognized it as maybe someone has been burned, but not that it was an hmm. actual condition. Right. Now, when you said twenty was when you first uh, saw this thing, where did you see it, and what did you do next? I first saw it. Um, on it started on my face about two months after having my oldest daughter, and mm-hmm. it was spots in my eyebrows. I didn't know what it was, so of course I made an appointment with a dermatologist, and that's when I was told that it was a skin condition called vitiligo. Okay, so that was your first initial. Um, introduction to the condition. What did they tell you? What did they say you had to do? And, and did they offer any sort of help, any treatment? What What, what was the next step? Yes. Um, my first, the first step was they asked me if I wanted to try any creams or any ointments. Um, it's a cream that was used for acne. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't used it in such a long time, 
that I don't remember the name, but I'm sure before we finish with this, I'll remember. But it was mm-hmm. an ointment. It was like a steroid cream that I was using yeah. and putting yeah. on my on my spots. Um, when I was using that, it did bring my melanin back, mm-hmm. but it only worked on my face. Mm. Now, hold on to that for a minute. Now, here you are, a 20-year-old, being diagnosed. Where were you? Were you in college? How did family, friends in college, or wherever you were, how did folks take you, and where were you in life? I was, my husband and I were um, living together. So we weren't Mm -hmm. married yet. This was our first kid together, Um, you know, we I have a, a stepdaughter as well. She was about two, three years old. Mm-hmm. Everyone around me, because at that time, it didn't affect me. And, you know, most people play off of your emotions and how you feel yes. at the time. Mm. But everyone was in my corner. Everyone was very supportive because they didn't know what it was either. Right. Um, as, as it was progressing, in my life, I mean, at this point, I wasn't in a nurse. I wasn't even in school to be a nurse at that time. I was in, um, I was in school, but I wasn't as far as in the nursing program. Mm-hmm. So, I, it was just it was a change for everyone, but they understood and they didn't show any emotions towards me because I didn't have those emotions. I wasn't scared. Yeah, Good for I, you. I was okay. Good for you. Wow, that that's that's great because people at twenty with this new thing, um, they're beginning now to get frustrated and losing their minds. But here you are, a sense of comfort because of the people around you. That's key. It's key. Now you said that you some of the treatments began to work and you start seeing some coming back at this point. With, with the coming back on your eyebrow, were you seeing spots other places? How how was that? You know, and be, before, no, around this time, I didn't see spots anywhere else. It was mm-hmm. all on my face. Um, mm. But I did, it, with each pregnancy, so I have um, three children that at birth, mm-hmm. and my stepdaughter, so I have four kids. But I didn't start seeing spots in other places until after my second and third child. Mm. So it progressed for me. And and the doctor explained to me that it was more hormonal for me. Okay. Um, Okay. And it may be hereditary if somewhere down the line Mm -hmm. someone else had it or has it. But... um, yeah, I didn't progress to other places until I got older and started having more kids, like, later in my 20s. Okay. So at this point, then you could say that the treatment that was apparently working had stopped working? Or were you not even um, using it I anymore? Not using it. So the effects of using steroids, um, steroid ointments, it can... For me, this is my side effect that I was having. When I would go out into the sun after using the steroid cream, 
my face will actually burn. Mm. And not to say that I had red marks or, you know, um, rashes from a burn, but I could feel my face hot. So I just wasn't using it anymore. It was expensive. And Mm -hmm. once you stop using it, the vitiligo appears again. So it was almost like a waste for me. Right, right. Now, your, your your children, your stepdaughter, how did they, you know, they're little, they're, they're, they're babies. Um, what about questions from them or when they started going to school? How how did that play into your, you know, dealing with the little I go? So I felt this is when my emotions tapped in. Um. Once my my daughter, the one that I delivered and had um, that where the vitiligo appeared, mm-hmm. it was devastating to have her in preschool and the kindergarten, and having mm-hmm. her come home saying that you know kids picking on her in Mm. relation to me and my skin condition. Because, of course, I would would pick her up, you know. um, We would do things, you know, at the school, like, you know, parent-teacher conferences. Yes. It were definitely times where where I would appear at school with her. So Mm. it was hard for me. And I explained to her often, mommy is okay. Mommy just mm-hmm. has a skin condition that yes. kids don't know about. Kids mm-hmm. don't know about it. Yeah. So all you have to do is explain. Don't get upset. Don't get mad. Don't want to fight anyone because I'm your mm-hmm. mom. Just tell them my mommy's okay. Yes. Good answer. Now, how? what sort of question? You know, as a kindergartner, preschooler, were, were there ever any question from from that age of a child as to, Mommy, what's on your face or whatever? No question. Wow. She just loved her mommy. Yeah, yeah, she did. But to be honest, Valerie, mm-hmm. I explain when the topic comes up about other kids teasing, Mm-hmm. I would explain it to them and tell them to go to school and explain it to their classmates and their friends mm-hmm. so they can understand. And Good when they job. explain, they don't pick anymore. They don't mm-hmm. talk about, you know, they don't frustrate the kids anymore. They tell them. And they know how confident I am. I mean, their mom will come into school in the u- nurse uniform speaking. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of the students' parents, too. Yeah. So, that's, That's great role model. Yeah. You were you were a great. Let me just pause and say, you know, you were a great role model even for them at those very early age. You're showing them. You're letting them know, mommy is strong. Mommy's got this. You know, and here you are now telling them when kids ask, have an answer. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, let me just um, pause and let our audience know. Again, this is Valerie Molyneux, podcast host of It Friends, doing our, I believe this is our 49th year, 49th show and our 11th anniversary. And today my featured guest is Ms. Sharika Winston from Richmond, Virginia, and we're having a great conversation. We hope that you can jump in if you'd like to call. Uh, for co- with questions or, com- or to greet us, greet my special guest. My number here in the studio is 516-666-9973. Again, 516-666-9973. Call and tell um, Sharika um, hello or ask any questions. Let me just jump in back into this conversation. I first met you, I believe, I would want to say 2015. Um, on Facebook and friendship got off. I actually wrote it down, so I hope I have the right date, but I think it was, let's say 2015, and we were in preparation. How did you hear about Good Friends and as we prepared for the conference in D.C.? Tell me a little about that. So I uh, found out about Good Friends on Facebook. And to be honest, Valerie, me constantly post posting pictures about myself and sharing my story and going through this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened up friendships on Facebook with a huge community of others that have the same condition. Yes, it did. So this is how I was introduced to, to Vit Friends because there's such a large community of us. And we all support each other. Um, I believe you sent a friend request, or either I did a friend request to you in 2015. Mhm. It was so long ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it was. But I. But we were coming out at that point. Go ahead. I didn't realize that there was actually like a vitiligo day. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I think that was one of the conversations. We we had just found out about it, and we immediately started prepping. And and 2015 uh, into 2016, we said, uh, well, actually, 2015, I hosted uh, on the cap on the state house steps here in Boston. And that felt so good. We got a little bit of attention, news and stuff. And I said, wait, if we can do the state house steps, it's nothing to do the Capitol steps. So I put it out there on Facebook and people like you responded and I was ready to go. Right. I was so excited to come to DC yeah. and do it. But well, yeah, immediately I asked you. <laughs> I asked, could you, when you said that you were a nurse, we had Dr. Vanita here in Boston. I said, we got to have a table if people wanted water or people wanted sunblock. And you stepped up and you said you would do that. Do you remember that? It's a long time ago. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I absolutely remember that. (laughs) Absolutely. So when we documented this, this was an inaugural event 
And we're proud to say that your name is still included in that inaugural event information. Um, I don't can't remember why you didn't come, but um, yeah, you were helping in every, as we decided and planned to have a um, medical station. You were one of the people to man the medical station. Talk about that. Yes. So uh, the plan was definitely for me to be there and work yeah. that in a way for me so I couldn't make it. But, oh, my gosh, that would have been awesome because it, D.C. is, like, two two hours away from me. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't make it because I'm a nurse, and nurses are on duty always. Right, <laughs> um, right. We're going to get into that, especially in this pandemic. But let me just ask you right now. This is – so 20 years ago – we're not going to bring up age or anything, but where were you from 20 years old to where you are now? Where were you in the vitiligo journey? Would you say 80%, 90% of your body? Are we still from, I picked a beautiful picture from the from your, your page to post, but I still see some, um, your neck is not depigmented. Tell us a little about where you are in the vitiligo journey. Oh, and my vitiligo journey right now, I'm about 65%. My face mm-hmm. is fully covered. My my ears are covered. I have spots in my scalp. My hands are fully covered. Arms are almost fully covered. Um, mm. My legs are about 25%. Um, but, you know, ironically, I don't have any spots on my back. Mm. The back of my legs, yes, but my back doesn't have any spots. Wow, that's different. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah. I have spots wow. in the palm of my hands. I mean, I even show the doctors I work with, like, look, it's it's in places that I wouldn't have even expected. It yeah. I've never seen a spot of it. You made me look. You, you got me looking at my hands now. I don't have any spots in my hands. That's, that's different too. You're different, but you're I'm still like part of the family, girl. Yeah. Yeah. You're still part of the family. That's beautiful. Now, yeah. you know, as people go along with this journey, your kids are obviously older. Um, what grades are your kids in right now? Oh, my goodness. I have two high schoolers, ninth and 12th grade. I wow. have one middle schooler. She's in sixth grade, and my son is an elementary school, first grade. Oh. Okay. Yeah. How are they? Well, let, let's pause for a minute. Um, you, We have a caller. Let's, let's get a hello in here. Hold on. Live from Boston, you're in the studio with my special guest, Sharika. Who's calling, please? Angie Harris. <laughs> And tell us who Angie Harris is, please. Um, Sharika, she hangs with my um, daughter. They show okay. when they were growing up together. Okay. Oh, Angie. Miss Hello. Angie. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Angie, what did yes. you think of, of, of um, Sharika's vitiligo? What have been your thoughts well, about she, it? Tell her. Well, she's beautiful inside and out. Amen. I know. I know. Her, I knew her before she even had that. So I mean, there you go. She's just like a yeah, just like a one of my little daughters. So I don't see her any other way. 
I don't see any difference. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And so with encountering her, if you should meet anybody else out there with little I go, you 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 don't, you're not worried about it. You know, people still in this world today still think it's contagious. They think all kinds of silly things, and it's not contagious. Well, you know, we can... Go ahead. Well, that's human being. Yes. That's people. Yeah. Well, thank you for being a good friend and support. We thank you for calling in and saying hello. Any words, Sharika? Thank you so much. Yes, I love you so much. Thank you. That's so wonderful. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's what it's all about, loving you for you, for who you are as a person, red or yellow, black or white, you know. Um, I was asking about your kids. How are they on the journey now? They're, They're bigger. They... You know, how do they, do they ask questions, you know? Um, You know what, Valerie? <laughs> Surprising as it is, I don't get any questions. Mm. Only questions I get is doing stuff. Can we go here? Can we go there? They don't ask mm-hmm. me about the vitiligo because they are, I'm on this journey, but they are, they are riding along the wave too. So yeah. it's a part of them, and they don't—they live with it. They live with their mom with it. They learn yeah. as I learn about new things. That's beautiful. And the reason I asked that question is um, my co-host um, had a guest on last week um, from D.C., and he was saying he remembered as a, a young young man, and go you know going to the mall or whatever with his mom and. You know, somebody would be staring like, oh, my God, like stuck staring on him. And the mother would the mother would get, what are you staring at? You know, type of thing. So, I, you know, I always wonder how kids handle it. And that's why I asked that question. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> Since we're talking about that, mm-hmm. my kids, when we would go to like a Walmart grocery store anywhere, if mm-hmm. someone is staring at me now, they do take offense to that, but right. because they know what it is and they understand that kids don't understand and kids don't know, mm-hmm. they don't react off of their emotions. Yes. You know, because they understand that kids kids look Real and kids. they stare because they don't know what something is. Right, right. Right. Well, you're yeah. doing, you've done a terrific job in training them and preparing them for the real world because we've encountered over these last couple of years um, the lack of education is still out there, the lack of understanding what we're dealing with, to think that we're contagious, to think that, um, you know, People don't, somebody was on a couple of weeks ago on another one of our shows, and, you know, you go to the grocery store and they put your money down on the counter. No, I gave it to you. It's a lot of um, lack of knowledge, and so it's, upon, you know, it's important that we spread awareness, and you've done that even with exactly. your children. Even with your children. That's a beautiful thing. You know, and I'd like to share something else with you, too. Sure. Being a nurse, I I work with pediatric patients, meaning children. 
Yeah. And because this is my livelihood, this is my expertise, yeah. I am able to provide education for vitiligo as well mm-hmm. because they don't know. And they will ask me. And then, you know, I recognize when someone has that inquisitive look because they yes. don't know what something is. Yeah. So with the kids, <laughs> with my patients, I would nicely look at them and say, do you have any questions for me? I <laughs> love would, it. Some kids would say no, but then, yeah. you know, you have some kids that would say yes, and they would say, what, what's that? What's this? And I would tell them, you can touch it. You can touch yeah. it. It's my skin. It is okay. It's vitiligo. And I'll even pull up pictures of Winnie Harlow. <laughs> right, right, right. So I would even pull up pictures of Michael Jackson as well. Because right. even though he didn't acknowledge it, it's something yes, that he, he actually had. had. Absolutely. Yep. Well, so, uh, and going back to your your. The, your, the field that you're in, you encounter as a nurse, it must be yep. some days when, you know, patients don't want you to touch them. Have you experienced that at all? No, never. Wow. Because my wow. personality, it's all about your personality, right? Yes, If yes. you're timid and you're nervous or if you're not confident in the person that you are, you are going to get that mistreatment. But if you're not timid and, you know, if you're not afraid to be who you you are, then you Mm. have the ability to to show them that, yes, I have something, but it doesn't make me. That's right. It doesn't make me. That's right. (laughs) That's beautiful. Oh, my gosh, that's beautiful. Here's a, here's a tricky question, and it goes back to what we one of the things I asked you before about treatment. So here you are to, as a twenty year old, early twenties, with this thing you got this treatment. So a treatment was discovered, developed right away, right now, uh, that I could give to you that would bring. Sharika's color back and vitiligo is totally eradicated, totally gone. Would Sharika want this treatment? Oh, that's such a tricky question. Yes, it is. Um, (laughs) Okay. I'm going to give you two answers and I'm going to explain both. Uh Uh-huh. For me as an individual... Um, I don't know, and you got to look for it. Sorry, I'm helping my son. It snowed outside, so he wants to go outside. Um, I want to say yes because we're in a society now where melanin is, I would say, popping because I am a black, I am an African-American woman, and I was born that way. Mm-hmm. I want to stay true to who I am initially. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I want to say no because I have become more confident 
mm-hmm. having vitiligo and being able to share and teach and explain mm. the condition because people don't know what it is. Wow. So that's why I'm stuck in a place where it's almost like I don't know. Right. But truly I do know. <laughs> Because I'm just such a better person having it. I don't know if that came with age or with my mental stability. Uh, A little of both. Because I tell you, this, the answer you've given there, the second half of it, it, it's, it's ringing true for so many people. I had a young man on from Italy at the start of the, the month. And he said the doctor, dermatologist said where he lives there in Italy, that the people that come in, people come in for psoriasis, this, that, the other stuff, but the people that come in with vitiligo just exude this amount of strength and courage. It brings out something different in people that, even the medical community can't understand it. It'll take a shy person yeah, like the yeah. young man that was on last last week um, from D.C. It'll take a shy person to be this now amazing, outspoken person. And that is exactly what I think I'm hearing you say. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was never shy, but I will, will say that when I was younger... I was not as confident, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning, I was a little more self-conscious. Mm-hmm. I was a little more timid. Um, yeah, I didn't. I just. I wasn't there. I didn't. I didn't have the ability to be myself. But I was never shy. I was mm. very outspoken. I just, I, you just I wasn't lacked confident, confident in myself. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And look what Vitiligo has done. So we see the good side and we see the bad side. Yep. But exactly. for the majority of the people, it's incredible, I tell you. It is incredible if you go back and listen to a slew of our shows. The confidence that Vitiligo has brought to the forefront is amazing to hear. Yeah. Let me just pause. I'm coming back to the work that you're doing. You're an amazing person, one of our frontline workers of the USA. Pause for a moment. Let me do some announcements. You take a break, some water, some tea, and I'll be right back to you. Thank you, Sharika. Okay. You're welcome. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Valerie Molyneux, president and CEO of Friends. This is our Friends podcast. Um, coming to you live from Boston, where it's 25 degrees on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. And I'm telling you, having a great conversation, wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, just to bring you up to speed on um, what's happening with us, um, as a, the BitFriends um, podcast is now one, a one-hour show, and I'm delighted to have my co-host, um, uh, Mark Braxton, co-leader of our North Carolina group, is doing a tremendous job um, co-hosting his segment on the journey with love and living with Bill Ligo as well. 
Um, glad to have Sharika Winston from Richmond, Virginia with me. And uh, as we move on into February, uh, February is gearing up to be a, a spectacular month as we celebrate love. We're gonna have a Zoom Facebook slash Facebook event on February 12th uh, that you don't wanna miss. We're gonna have some wonderful couples on telling their story and their journey of loving each other and living with vitiligo and what that's all about. We have at least seven couples or more. So you don't wanna miss February 12th. More announcements will be coming um, to you soon. Also on February 14th, actual um, Valentine's Day, we're having a poetic lover's day. So lots of poetry about love uh, led by my co-host, Mark Braxton, again. Then Mark Braxton continues in February with a special guest becoming well-known across the vitiligo and albinism community. Um, Brother Ben Brown, Big Ben uh, from Tennessee will be his special guest on February 28th. You don't want to miss. I am still working on, I have a very special guest that I'm working with. And hopefully, I think we might be on late, the later part of this week talking about her life, her journey, and her writing, her books, uh, published books are hitting the streets. And so you'll hear a little about that. Again, um, it's, it's a beautiful day, and I want to spend a little more time with my special guest. So again, live from... Um, Richmond, I try to think of the name, Richmond, Virginia. My special guest is Miss Sharika Nurse, Sharika Winston. And so let me go back to her. Hi, Sharika, you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, so with Vitiligo and, you know, we're living in this crazy, crazy pandemic season. We thank you for your work on the front line. How is that going for you? as a mother with three, four children. How is that? How are you coping? Um, so I've had to do, this is the one thing that I really truly needed to do therapy for. Um, being in the middle of a condition that people don't know about, right? So I'm working as a nurse. I'm not working in the units with those patients. But mm -hmm. we've had several patients come in that have had it. Mm -hmm. When I come home from work, uh, like initially, when it first started, I would come home, I would just remove all of the clothes that I had on for work, and mm -hmm. then I would tell the kids, don't touch, don't hug me, don't touch me, don't do anything um, until I get, you know, I take a shower and get this off of me. Wow, that's added. I mean, here's your here's a, a mother, father. You're done a full day's work, and then you come home to this additional routine that you have to do before you get into your regular routine. Oh, that must make folks so tired, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh. Um, you know, it's certain shoes that I would have to put on when I work, I take those off, change my shoes when I get in the car. It's just, it's so much because you don't know who's going to come in. 
that has right. it. Mm. It's yeah. It's it's really it's really difficult. Well, we continue to pray for you guys on the front line across the USA, all of our frontline workers, um, my two boys, um, uh, uh, teachers, they're on the front line as well, and all of the medical staff, um, firefighters, police, folks on the front line, uh, we just continue to pray for, for you all, and especially pray that this COVID will go back to where it came from. That's what we would love to see. Let's jump back into a little of this conversation. Um, so you would not, well, 50%, you would you would take the treatment of a, if there was a treatment discovered, 50% of you would, would not take the treatment. And that was, you know, you love what vitiligo has brought out of you is what you said. Am I correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes. So, if there was somebody out there right now that was diagnosed with vitiligo, just like Sharika was at 20, younger, here in Boston, we're seeing them older coming to our group, being newly diagnosed, what would you tell them? How would you encourage them? The best, the best encouragement I could give to them is to be themselves. Mm. You know, I can't... I can't tell anyone how to feel about it emotionally, but if you lose yourself with this condition, then mentally you're not going to be okay. You Mm. just be yourself and recognize that you're still the person that you are. Nothing's going to change at all, just the color of your skin. Right. So in simple... Confidence is key. Confidence is key. And 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 yep. uh, uh, part of that too is loving you because if you don't love you, you're gonna stay to heck with it, and that's why we're seeing the suicide yep. rates. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So loving yourself, self confidence, and I tend to encourage people to look for others that are like yourself. Look for others that you could be around that will encourage you, encourage you and boost you, your spirit, and, and support you, you know, really as, as a friend. Exactly. And you know what else I've done mm-hmm. since I've got, gotten it is pictures. Take pictures of yourself so you can see the transition. You not only are yourself, but being a part of your journey you know, take pictures of yourself so you can see the journey that you're in, how you're transitioning, so you can be a part of the transition. Hmm. Now, there's people out there that will tell you in a minute they don't want to see a mirror, and they sure don't want to see a camera. Say that again now. And why are you telling them? Yes, they're listening to you right now, live from Boston. Listen, call Sharika and ask her why. We're at 516-666-9973. Why, Sharika? They don't want to see the mirror. They don't want to see a camera. Now you're telling them what? They should take pictures of themselves. Why? So they can be a part of the journey. Okay, so think about why they don't want to see themselves. Regardless, everyone else is seeing the person that you are. Why Mm -hmm. not feel good about your transition? Be happy. 
show people that this will help with the confidence, right? So if you're taking pictures showing people how confident you are, how happy you are, how you're not affected by having vitiligo, mm-hmm. the more you see yourself smiling and seeing yourself how happy you are, no matter if you have the vitiligo progressing or not, then within yourself you'll see that it's no problem. I'm okay. This is just wow. a change yeah. in me, but I'm still happy. I can still smile. I can show And I'm still that. myself. And I'm you're still, still Sharika. That's right. Yes, ma'am. That's right. Yep. Sharika, that's an encouragement in itself, what you just said. Because I'll tell you personally for me, I in that in the the first week, the first month, one of the words I added to my vocabulary was disfigured. Wow. Wow. I just pictured myself from here on in, gosh darn it, I'm disfigured. I'm I'm going downhill. Yeah, but you know, I'm very, I'm all about positivity, right? And I'm all about the things that you say and put into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Then you'll start feeling that way. So That's right. When 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 you were born before the vitiligo, if you know in your journey you started vitiligo afterwards, which I believe you did because I follow you. Right. Um You didn't you didn't always have vitiligo either. So nope. when you were when you were born. Throughout your childhood, when you got old enough, before the vitiligo started, were you ever telling yourself that you were disfigured? Never. Was that a part of your cap? Nope. Okay. So, so why add it so now? happy all the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. add that you're disfigured? You're not. The more yeah. stuff you say about yourself, the more you start to believe it, right? Wow. So if you wow. keep saying something negative, then... It's, you're going to become negative. Yeah. The people around you are going to be negative. Yeah. You're going to have so much poor energy following you where people are going to be comfortable with, with, with saying what they want to say to you. Yeah, yeah. You're going to, you, you know, I'm, I'm sure or hopefully you've gotten to a place where. Oh, totally. You're not. Totally. Yeah. And, and that Stop you don't that. care when people stare. Right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Right. Don't care, don't right. give. Okay? Right. Yeah. But you, as a person, the, the people out there in the audience that we're talking to, the, you have to get to that place. You have to pick exactly. yourself up and, again, find that mirror, find that camera, and say, huh, whoop, there it is. And, yep, you know, be you, love you, and live your life. I saw this sign yep. says, live, lo- live, love, and laugh. Love, live, laugh, however it says. It says, laugh, love, live. I have that in my kitchen. (laughs) I'm looking at it right now. Okay. That's what we have to do. That's exactly, Exactly. that's the mantra, man. That's what we have to do. Regardless of what folks think they're seeing on us, think about us, we have to live, love, love, live, and laugh, however you said it, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the encouragement yeah. to someone that's listening, 
you can do this. You can absolutely do this. Pick yourself up, yes, dust yourself you. up, get buy a camera, take some pictures. The cell phone come equipped. So you're saying take some pictures yep. so you could track this journey, correct? Exactly. Track it. Never let vitiligo take control of your life. You mm. have control. Say vitiligo that one more time. Say, please say it one more time. Never let vitiligo take control of your life. Mm. Period. Why is that? Why is it, that? it shouldn't control you. Why is it that? It should never control you because mm-hmm. if you let it control you, it changes the person that you are internally. Mm. And if you let it go long enough, it'll consume you. Exactly. Exactly. It will take over. You yes. won't want to leave the house some days. Ooh. No. We got some folks. Listen, we got some folks like that. I, I hear from them. Yeah. Yeah, they don't no want to come out. They don't want to see the light. Mm-mm. Sad. Don't allow it to consume you. Yeah. Well, it's a thing. It's a what? It's a thing. It's a, yes, yes, yes. Um, and you know, like uh, the kids would say when I uh, taught kindergarten, they would say, "Does it hurt?" You know, they want to come and touch yeah. you. Does it hurt? No, it doesn't. My emotions, my feeling, my confidence, it hurts some other things. But if you don't like it, it doesn't hurt. So then let's not focus on it. Instead, let's love, live, and laugh. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. So what's next for Miss Sharika? Where does Sharika go from here? So currently, I'm in school to further my nursing education. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting my my senior in high school prepared for college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I take each each day, each moment, and just move. I just. I just look at my children and see how good that they're doing. So I I want to continue to make sure they have their good life, finish school for myself, and mm-hmm. hopefully someday I can have a group, uh, a vidi group in Richmond, Virginia, where we can mm-hmm. have more people, like a support group, so we can, you know, have our yeah. own. Absolutely. With, with you know, with your leadership here in Richmond, Virginia. Well, we've been looking forward to it since 2015. So whenever you're ready, um, absolutely let us know. We have the group here in Hampton, and they're doing well. And every group now we have assigned a medical college that's next to you will give us a medical student to just to support you and help you. And so. Um, beautiful thing that that we want to continue to do in this community. We want to be known as boots on the ground for the go, meaning that we're working. We'll do whatever it is to help people that's in need. So, thank you for that. Thank you, definitely. Thank you for that. So, you're welcome. 
the future looks bright for Sharika. She's going to school. She's um, helping the kids, uh, you know, out the door and getting one off to college shortly. You look like a teenager yourself with a senior. That's incredible. But the <laughs> good work that you're doing. You, 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 you've um, armed them and taught them well enough to to be aware and to share kindness. Even as they stare at their mom, you I love that that you you know empowered them, so to speak, so so someone out there listening before we say goodbye, time goes by so quickly. What's your last word to the community? What's your last word to our friends out there that's listening? My last words are to please remain confident, love each other, and mm. educate mm. Educate. That's all it's going to take is to educate. If you don't teach them, they won't know. Yes, absolutely. And say a word from the, the point of being a frontline front line person um, in this pandemic, although you don't work directly um, from, uh, from your nursing experience. Say, say a word to our community. Remind us. Mask up. And if you can get that vaccine, get it. I've gotten it. I'm fine. I'm still living and breathing. Amen. <laughs> well, Sharita, I thank you. I've uh, from from wow, 2015 to now. I've always loved your mild tone and just your mild way. Thank you for giving me some time today. I look forward to doing this again with you. Continued success with raising and educating some beautiful children, success with your own college um, as you wrap up college. I just bless you today. I'm just grateful that you would come on and spend some time with me. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this, and may God bless you richly and keep you safe. Okay? Thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. I am delighted. Thank you, baby. God bless. Love you. Take care. Love you. All righty. Bye-bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Live from Boston, again, this is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of Vit Friends. Uh, we are a national vitiligo support community. Keyword support. Uh, we don't just do online support. We do face-to-face, one-on-one, health fair. We, we do it all, and we're here to support you. All you need to do is simply write us at support at bitfriends.org, call us 24-7. We have a line that's open. It's an 800 free number, 844-374-3639. Again, 844-374-3639. When you unscramble that, it simply means bitfriends with a Z on the end. Uh, reach us. We'd love to hear what's on your mind. Tell us about our shows. My goodness, we are at, um, I think, episode, I was looking at the, the record, uh, episode 48 or 49. And so we're just blessed to be able to continue to do this. By the way, if you didn't hear it before, hear it again. We are now up to a one-hour show. So when we have guests on, we have an hour to chat with them rather than being rushed through a 30-minute segment. 
Uh, if you are within the Vitiligo community, you have any form of business or anything that you'd love for us to advertise on our show, we would be delighted to do it in the middle of the show, grant you that time. And so when you write to us and tell us that, we'll tell you what type of donation we're asking uh, for that. Um, thank you and continue to listen to my um, podcast host. He's doing a tremendous job. Um, Mark Braxton is um, co-leader out of North Carolina, and I'm just blessed to have him on board. Um, we are delighted to have lots of medical students with us with every group. We have 11 group. Twelfth uh, is, is our pen pal patch, uh, our children's division, and uh, solidifying and locking down our teens division. Um, but every group has an assigned medical student, uh, someone training to um, get into the field of dermatology and wanting to learn from us, and we can learn from them. So we're delighted to have that. Special kudos to Kristen. She is our Boston, one of our lead Boston um, med students. We have three. And she is now on a one-year, um, she's uh, training overseas in Singapore. We send her our best regards. And she was instrumental, I tell you, they're working. She was instrumental in getting our shows. These podcasts can now be picked up on Spotify, thanks to Kristen, our med student. And within a week or so, she'll also get us on iHeartRadio. So kudos to Christian. Um, we pray for her safety in Singapore as she works. Uh, continue to support us if you can. Write to us. Um, again, www.bitfriends.org is our website, available and ready to go. We have at least two, possibly three brand new pages added to the website. You might want to check those out. Uh, one is our webinar page and one is our teens page and our Spotify page, our podcast slash Spotify page. So those are our three new pages on the website. Please uh, get a chance to jump on and see what those are about. We love you. We bless you. Continue, as um, Sharika said, mask up. You know, wear your mask, wash your hands, do what is necessary for your own personal safety and that of others, people you love, your family, your dear friends. You want to keep them safe as well. May God bless you. Continue to follow us. Um, we are so happy to have you with us every time we do these live shows on air. And so continue to join us again. I am your host, Valerie Molyneux, and may God bless you and protect you. And our next podcast will hopefully be later on this week. We will post that to Facebook. Thank you. Bye-bye.